Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Find Me in a Book podcast. I'm your host, Tav. And today, we are going to be talking about uh, the Wicked Flame Saga. And I kind of talked about it on the little halfsy episode that I did. And <laughs> I am, I'm never going to lie to you guys. I, I want you to know that. I'm always going to be straight up with you and just tell you how it is. Um, I wish that I hadn't read these books. I mean, okay, that's pretty harsh. And I'm going to explain why I just said that. Um, so there's three books in this saga. There's All the Crown's Shadows, All the Crown's Embers, and All the Crown's Ashes. And the series is by Emily Blackwood. And when I did that little halvesy episode, I had just finished the first book. And I read the second book now, but I will not be reading the third book. <laughs> so this book has like no spice. There's like maybe one kissing scene-ish, not even that. It's a very, very PG book. And if anything, I would recommend, I mean not recommend because I, I honestly don't super recommend the series, um, but if you were wondering like, oh, can my teenager read this along with me? Yes. This book, this series, teenagers can read um, I'd say like 13 to 18, that's maybe what this is like focused for. And maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it very much. Uh, each book has about 250 pages each. I think my mom might like this series. I think she would really like the first book, which that's the thing that we're going to talk about. I really liked the first book and I think most people will. It was the second book that I had a really hard time with. Um, first book, great character building, very emotional, like you actually care for the individuals and the struggles that they're going through, and you just kind of like are there with them and with this world building. But second book, a drag. It really was until literally the very end where there's like a twist and you find some things out which we're going to talk about. It's not a good build up to it though. Like there's no anticipation. Like it just is revealed and you're like is this a joke? Like you're telling us this whole thing now? Like there wasn't any like context throughout the book that you're like oh maybe it could be this person, it could be this person. No. It's just revealed and then you're like well, that uh, wasn't exciting. <laughs> it's not an exciting book. Um, so I'm going to go over the first book really quick. Actually, the first book I'm going to go into quite a bit of detail. And then we're going to quickly talk about the second book because honestly, I don't want to spend too much time on the second book because it's not worth it. Um, okay, so we're going to get into the first book. And if you're wondering, which I kind of talked about it, mother, sister approved their standard. No. I mean, if my mom was bored, yeah, sure, she could read it. Um, and maybe the third book is good. Like, we'll talk about that later. But I wouldn't recommend it to my sister. I think she might like the first book, but she wouldn't like the other ones. So take that as you may. Um, and whatever standard that you follow, um, maybe you might like these books. 
So, okay, let's get into the first book. So it opens up with Ruby, who is our main character. And she is a child right then, uh, kind of like a prologue. So she's a child. Some guards have broken into her house and they're attacking her parents and she's very distraught. And so she like screams and pleads to the gods to help her. The goddess of fire, Ophine, actually answered her and took over her little body and like killed the guards. So since that has happened, I believe it's been four years. So I think maybe she was like 14 or something. But every night uh, that nightmare occurs for the past four years. And she's currently living in a little town called Sundown, and it's, it's on the outskirts of Nevervane, or Nevervane? I think it's Nevervane, um, which is the capital and, like, the kingdom where, like, all the rich people live, and they live on the outskirts. So it's her and her best friend, Jax. And there's this competition that goes on in the capital called the Ring of Angels, which is basically, like, the only entertainment source for the people living there. Uh, it's where like men and women volunteer themselves to spar for entertainment. So I've never seen the gladiator, but I'm guessing it's like the gladiator. Um, but lately they have noticed that just some like suspicious things are happening. Like more and more people are being entered into the angel or the ring of angels. And we come to find out that the king has been kidnapping people and forcing them in the ring. So Jax has always been fascinated with the ring of angels and so he started his own kind of like minor league at sundown. And so him and Ruby know how to fight really, really well. And they are planning to leave for the capital because Jax wants to compete. And Ruby is trying to get closer to the king so that she can kill him because she just wants revenge on the king because she's assumed that he was the one that sent the guards to kill her parents. So uh, that's her main goal. And so they leave. Um, Jax has a little brother, Riley, um, but they're like, he's going to be okay. He has like people in the town that can take care of him. And this is what we need to do. So on the way to the capital, Ruby gets kidnapped and taken to the capital uh, to the Ring of Angels and gets entered in there and forced to participate. And in the competition, one of the, like the highest rank, you're called a champion and you are expected to win like every fight and trade harder. And and the, you're like the king king's favored, basically. Uh, so during her first fight, uh, she was pretty beaten and like it like, OK, so in this competition, you have to kill the other person um, that you go against. So she was like getting beaten a lot and then all of a sudden a white flame escapes her hands like kills her opponent and in her mind ruby's like oh, okay so orphine the goddess of fire was back it's been four years since anything like that has happened um so she's a little shocked there is the prince and he's in charge of all the fighters so he kind of organizes the whole ring of angels under like his dad's I basically like it's his the king that is like forcing all this stuff and so the prince is like okay I'll kind of take control so I can like monitor things and and he's in charge uh and like the trainings and he actually saw what happened he saw the fire and nobody else really did and he came to her after the fight and and asked her like are you aware that nobody has practiced magic for over 300 years and so he has he doesn't tell anyone and she's really nervous she doesn't trust him cuz it's the prince and he has like a hard outer 
shell basically and so she's like is he gonna tattle like what's gonna happen so a couple weeks in they are doing these practice fights a name gets called out and the name is riley and riley which i mentioned earlier is jack's younger brother that when they left uh, riley was just fine in the town like in sundown and so obviously something happened to get him there like in the ring of angels like he wasn't supposed to be there and so he doesn't super know how to fight because um, he's still really young. And so Ruby takes his place in this little practice fight. And her opponent is like, she can just feel the evilness from him and his eyes are blacked out. And so she like makes eye contact because the king shows up for these practice fights. She notices that the king's eyes are actually blacked out as well. And she feels the evil from him. And so she knows like something is off. And so after these practice fights, the king like comes up to her and announces to everyone that she's going to be made a champion. And she had only fought once in like the whole ring or whatever. And then these practice fights and everyone is very confused because you don't become a champion until like a couple fights and really prove yourself. So everyone's like, okay, is there like a hidden agenda? Um, Afterwards, the prince comes to her and wants to help her, and she basically asks him why, because he hasn't really shown any interest in her, and he says that she intrigues him. And so at this point, I was like, okay, here's the romance, like kind of a forbidden love, like we love the prince and the pauper, basically. Um, but that's like all the romance there is. Like they kiss a little bit like later on in the book, but that's it. Like, no spice. Even the kissing scene, I was like, are they kissing or are they making out? Like, I need to know this stuff. Like, you know, I have all the, the standard of of these books of the spice that I, I need to reach, like a minimum at least. And, and this did not reach the minimum. <laughs> so I was really itching for more. I really, I really wanted more. But this uh, book was not centered around romance. It was centered around the adventure, which I found out after the second book. Um, okay, so anyway, she's turned into a champion. Um, she intrigues him. So at night, she continues to have these dreams, and Orphine starts to talk to her, which is the goddess of fire. And But it, she's basically speaking riddles. Like, she doesn't answer any of Ruby's questions. Like, it's just kind of going in circles. And, and they're saying that, like, there's this darkness that is coming, and the king is possessed. Just something is happening with the kingdom that's not right. So Ruby decides that she wants to get closer to the prince and figure out what's really happening. And because he's being suspicious and acting kind of strange and saying strange things. And she also wants to know if she can trust him. And so she like somehow sneaks into the library and starts to research like the history of the capital and about the forest outside of it. And um, kind of like the evil that might be happening. And uh, the prince finds her. His name is Adrian. I don't think I've said the prince's name. But the prince finds her. And he tells her like, hey, let me help you think of a plan. Like the ring of angels isn't going to last forever. There's actually a group of people trying to break it down altogether. Like I just need you to hold on. So at that point we're like, okay, the prince isn't evil. The prince is on her side. The prince wants to take, take down this ring of angels. Like, we like him. 
And so they do more research and they start reading this book. And it says like years ago when evil was brought to the forest, the gods were horrified. No such creatures should exist and they do not have a place here on this continent. It is said that one day the burden of the endeavor will prove itself too great for the drained gods. Thousands of years ahead in time where evil will rule the shadow forest, which that's the forest outside of Nevervane is the shadow forest, and the gods will leave the burden for someone new. This person will be chosen by the gods to preserve Nevervane from the inescapable darkness. So, yeah, they're like, okay, well, there's this prophecy, and we know that there's this evilness, like, we need to figure out what's happening, and Ruby starts questioning the prince about his life, about the king, and asks, like, why he doesn't just stop the ring, because he's a prince. And he tells her, like, it's really not that easy because his dad is really unwell. Like, he doesn't think straight. Um, and the last thing he needs is to be sent spiraling because the ring of angels is gone. Um, and then he says, like, I need to show you something. And he holds out his palm and a flame appears. So he has magic and she has magic, which apparently... Magic hasn't been around, what did we say, like 200, 300 years? So that's interesting. Um, he tells her that about a year before he started getting these dreams that were really dark and like basically nightmares. And then one night a woman came to him in a dream uh, with a warning, said that there were horrible things coming. And about that same time that he was having these dreams, the king's behavior changed and the king became really obsessed with death, like in the cruelest ways. So that's kind of a coincidence. Um, a couple nights later, he actually sneaks her out of the cages, which this is where like all the, the fighters are. They're kept in these cages, basically like animals. Um, so he gets her out and takes her to a witch and they find out that they were both chosen by the goddess herself and the burden would be too much for one person to carry. So they had to give it to them both, like give both of them the flame. It's through the prophecy, but no one knows why they were chosen. And even through the second book, we don't know why they were chosen and like why them. Um, and they're, like kind of assuming that his father is accessing that evil power of the shadow forest where like all the evil spirits from the forest are and these evil spirits are fed by death and they feed off the souls of humans so we're thinking that um that's why he's like kidnapping all these people and putting them in the ring of angels and then when they die he's taking them and like basically siphoning off their souls so that's a lot. Um, <laughs> the next week starts the champion week, which they call the champion week. Um, and it's where the champions all fight against each other instead of like different opponents, like outside of the champion, like stage or level. So when Ruby fights, like gets up to fight, she's like called, she actually gets drugged right beforehand and she almost dies because she's drugged and she's trying to fight. And almost dies but Aiden actually uses his fire from the stands because he has feelings for her and he doesn't want her to die and they both have magic and so he's able to save her 
Um, and then kind of a showdown happens. And this is like at the end of the book. There's just like a lot, not really a lot of information in the middle. It just, it's kind of a slow book. But at the end, there's like the showdown that the king like takes Aiden out into the middle and is about to like kill him. But then Ruby comes out and injures the king. Um, but then is like able to use her flame to kill like the evilness inside of him. Uh, and so, yeah, she she kills the king and saves Aiden, saves the kingdom. Um, it was a very, very quick sequence. Like it wasn't it didn't like last very long. <laughs> like the fight scene, there wasn't even really a fight scene. And like once it's over, you really think like, OK, maybe the king's not dead. Maybe there's more to the story, but there's not. There's not more of the story. The king's just dead. Uh, and none of your questions are solved. We don't know what the evilness is. We don't know what's happening. And it kind of just like leaves you right there on the first book where there everything's kind of solved except for the evilness. And then they're like, oh, we got to go into the shadow forest. And that's it. Like, literally, you could read the first book and and be done. <laughs> like, there's not enough enticement to go to the second book. And so that's why, like, I was hesitant. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to read these. I'm going to do it. So I read the second book. And literally, all of it is just trying to come up with a plan. Like, that's it. Is all of them fighting. And Ruby is so, like... She's the worst main character. I did not like her. She played the victim the whole time. She felt guilty over everything and didn't have confidence. Like, she just dragged the energy. Like, she, I didn't like her at all. <laughs> like, she wasn't a positive person. She pushes Aiden off. Like, and so Aiden basically in the second book has to like he is like, I need to take a queen like I want to take you as my queen. And she's like, no, 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 you can't do it. And and then so he's like, OK, then I'll marry this other person. And then she gets so upset and she's just like mad the whole time, which makes sense. But it was just it was not a good time. I did not enjoy the second book. Um, she and she's just being stubborn, like she won't let people help her. She wants to go do things on her own, but she can't because like her and Aiden share this power. So they need to be together to use the power. And then there's these little creatures that are being controlled and can possess people. And then literally it's the very end when we find out that it's the king from the neighboring kingdom that's controlling these creatures in the darkness. There's like no mention of this king throughout any of the books. How are we supposed to figure out or like even speculate who the evil person is if we don't even know like this character exists? <laughs> like I was so confused and yeah, we don't know anything about him. We don't know anything about the other kingdom and there, it was just so like, hey, here I am. Okay, now you have to fight. And so they fight and and then Aiden gets possessed at the very end. And so the third book is them having to go save Aiden over at the other kingdom and trying to figure out who this king is. And it just, oh my gosh, it was kind of like a waste of my time. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna be straight up. Oh my gosh, I just wished I didn't continue. Um, but I did it, and now you guys know. Um, but I'm really hoping. So, like the the House of Sorrows or whatever that book was that I read previously, like before this, that I was like, oh yeah, there's multiple books in it, but there's not. It's the House of Lies and Sorrow by Emily Blackwood, like the same, um, the same author. I was like, oh, this is so good. Um, I really hope that series isn't like this. Maybe I just need to read another book by Emily Blackwood and see if that's maybe her style is the very PG because if it is, then I probably won't continue reading her books because that's just not my level. Uh, it doesn't even, yeah, like we talked about earlier, it doesn't even reach the minimum level of spice that I prefer. So yeah, I'm not going to recommend this series. I I don't I don't like saying that because I don't know if we've had that before, have we? Where I've been like, no, don't read. Well, actually, I think there have been a couple books where I'm like, I eh, don't read this. Um, but this, yeah, like the first book was good. It was intriguing. It was kind of fast paced, like changing scenery, things like that. But I just nothing else. I it was rough. So that kind of gives you a little snippet of the series. Um, what am I going to read this week? Um, let's look at my Kindle. I downloaded this book. I actually, I read like the first five chapters and it's called Fractured Freedom. Who is it by? Uh, it's like a brother's best friend, second chance romance. That's what. That's what it is. Um, it's very, it's very spicy already. Uh, even like the first chapter, I was like, oh, okay, I might not even get through it. Um, it's by Shane Rose. Um, and I saw like good reviews on uh, Kindle about it. So I was like, oh yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's very spicy, very, very spicy. Um, I might try and get through the Sorcery of Thorns. That one kind of is about like um, sorcerers, I think, or like wizard type things um, and like uh, protectors of magic. So I might keep going through that. Um, let's see what else. I downloaded Court of Shadows by C.N. Crawford. Um, that's like a shadow face series. So I might start reading that. Uh, do I want to finish the sea of ruin? You guys, I don't know yet. I know we talked about it earlier. Uh, like I think in my have episode, I just, I don't know. I, I keep, I'm not thinking about it. So that's a sign, right? Um, and I need to like read the books that I have. There's like one that I have, I've had for a while. It's called Thorns. Um, it's a, like the Devious Fae series by Katrina Martinez. I might read that. Um, I just need to go on like book talk and make a list so that I can try and like keep up with the trend of what everyone is reading and like what's all the rave right now. So then I can do these reviews. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking about for this next week. Um, 
And I've been watching like the review, well, not really reviews, but I've been watching like the listens and downloads and stuff and seeing what you guys respond to the most. And we've actually gotten really good response for the podcast that JR, like my husband is in. So I really do think that I want to do at least like an episode a month with him in there. Um, But if you like protest, like, let me know. (laughs) But unless you like, I'm going to do it. Um, But yeah, definitely wherever you listen to this podcast, if you could rate and review it, that would be amazing. I would appreciate that. And please, please, please follow me on Instagram because that's where you get like the latest updates, like when I post, when I change the date. Um, So my Instagram is find me in a book podcast and there's a period between each word uh, because I like to make things really long and complicated. Um, But yeah, so that was kind of like a dud of a book series, but if you, it's starting to rise in the ranks, surprisingly. So if you've ever like wondered about that series, now you know um, that it's kind of in the middle. (laughs) It's more towards like the teenage audience than it is like young adult, adult books, like that genre or that um, demographic of people is what I'm trying to say. Um, Anyways, I'm grateful for you guys. This is a pretty short episode, but I will talk to you next week.